we know that this year is going to be different. <laughs> Everybody is new. Not only are your students new to this and the directors are new to this, but also the adjudicators are new to this. It is always a highlight of the year for our staff and for our community to be able to encourage educational theater, which is very important uh, to our mission. You're listening to TAPS Talk, a podcast from the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. My name is John Skies. This is Episode 8. We are all busy getting ready for championships this year. But after a spring cut short by COVID-19 and a summer of uncertainty in its shadow, we just don't know for sure what competition is going to look like this fall, especially for our fine arts programs. In this episode, you will hear from Jim Rambo, adjudication coordinator for TAPS, about his thoughts on how judges will approach one-act play in the age of COVID. And while we don't know what this year will look like, we are still planning on having an in-person state championship. So you're also going to hear from Amy Goodyear of the Callow Theater in Kerrville about the steps that she and her staff are taking to be ready for us. These remarks were shared with our directors and administrators during this week's One Act Play webinar, but we wanted to share them here as well. Well, I am Jim Rambo. I'm a retired theater professor, and uh, I have been the coordinator for the adjudicators for uh, TAPS for, uh, I believe we're going on our sixth or seventh year. I think it's extremely important for us to remember that this is all about the students. What can the students learn? And if they win, that's great. And if they don't win, they go back and they work uh, hard and hopefully that this will be the only virtual or partially virtual uh, year that we will experience. The, the contest, again, stresses uh, educational, and that means that uh, we are there to teach our students. And in theater, of course, we are teaching them uh, typically in vocal energy and body energy and interpretation of script, but we are also learning about uh, our world through the play that, uh, that the director has chosen. So I think uh, in any way, if we can lay down uh, the idea that uh, more than winning this year, it's about performing. We want everyone to uh, participate. We want everyone to uh, understand that we will all be adaptable. That includes the critic judges. We are all going to be flexible, but we're going to face this challenge. If you remember the things that Abraham went through in what he believed that God was giving him, but he had to die to the vision, die to his expectations of that vision that God gave him before God was able to do a work. And I think that that's, that's really what it's about. Yes, we have experienced the death of the vision, some plays that were not performed last year, but we continued through this situation, we continued to educate and to teach. We want to be learning as teachers and also learning environments for our students. Because 
Each school will have different guidelines. They're under individual school guidelines that it's, first of all, important for the critic judge, the adjudicator, whether we see it live or we see it uh, recorded, to be able to know what those guidelines were. So we're going to face that challenge then and say, all right, if our students can only uh, Zoom their performance, then we're going to look at, uh, you know, how to be able to portray that character basically through their eyes, their mouth, their ears, their facial responses all, all over, their use of their neck, because it's going to be very much neck up. So we're not going to be very close, but if we are giving clear choices despite what those are. And that means even if uh, the school requires a mask during the Zoom performance, then let's begin to uh, imagine outside the box. What can we do? For example, the, uh, the plastic helmet type of uh, mask that is popular in medical environments might be an alternative. Or the mouth cut out uh, in such a way with plastic around it so that we can see the actor's mouth. The key here is if we know those things. So my suggestion is that each school write down what their guidelines were, not their disadvantages. I'm not looking at it that way. We're saying, what are the guidelines that have been given? And then for the director to say, okay, this is then what I uh, have attempted to do. For example, the play choice that reflects being a little further away uh, from, from each other, or to show the art of suggestion if those people are needing to be closer to each other. That might be another alternative. That's going to be a creative alternative and a creative challenge given the guidelines that are there. But I believe it's very possible, and I believe it's very doable in the light of performing to uh, adjudicators. Nobody's done COVID pandemic kind of evaluations. Last year with UIL, I, uh, you know, I did two of my six contests in UIL adjudicating. Uh, we were cut off in zone and district and nobody else performed. Everybody is new. Not only are your students new to this and the directors are new to this, but also the adjudicators are new to this. Again, a little bit different criteria, but I believe that it's very possible to be able to show what, uh, what you want to be shown. We're going to only evaluate what you have given to us uh, on that particular day of performance, be it a recorded performance uh, or an adjudicated performance via you know, a recording. So I think that's very possible. So this is all a new normal for everyone concerned. I think the key to this is that uh, just like casting directors, we adjudicators are, are not there to make a student feel poorly. 
We're wanting to, to accent the things that they did correctly. Yes, we know there are going to be limitations. Uh, yes, there's going to be differences of interpretation. One-act play, drama in particular, uh, film, television, uh, movies, all of that is very subjective, and we evaluate subjectively. It, it is not a science. It is a very strong and viable art form. I would rather be here than saying we're not doing it at all. But I believe that TAPS is up for the challenge, and I believe that, uh, that we can move forward and education can be retained, and in perhaps finding new ways to look outside the box of, uh, of performing. Good morning, box office. Hi, I'm trying to reach Amy Goodyear. Just a minute, please. Thank you. You're welcome. Playoffs 2000, this is Amy. Can I help you? Hi, Amy. This is John from the TAPS office. Hey, John. How are you? My name is Amy Goodyear. I am the office manager for the Kathleen C. Callow City Center for the Performing Arts, which includes the Callow Theater, uh, which is very excited to be hosting, once again, the TAPS one-act play competition. We have hosted this competition uh, several years in the past, and it is always a highlight of the year for our staff uh, and for, uh, for our community to be able to have this kind of event and to encourage educational theater, which is very important uh, to our mission. So we are once again excited to have uh, the TAPS group on our property. We know that this year is going to be different, <laughs> and we, uh, we want to assure you that as a theater, we are going to do everything we can to uh, keep your students and teachers and parents uh, and any other members that may be coming to uh, be a part of this process safe. Um, we are going to uh, have every uh, appropriate protocol available at our theater. We are going to support the processes of, of your schools. And we are going to uh, make sure that our staff is ready to, uh, to handle these situations carefully, safely, uh, with uh, the health of your students, uh, number one in our priority. But we're also going to have a great time. We also want to provide a great experience for your kiddos. Um, we know uh, most of us have been doing theater for many, many years. Uh, many of us, since we were that age, we remember the importance of these events and how much they mean to the kids uh, and how much they mean to the schools. And so we want to provide the best experience we can, uh, make it fun, make it educational, uh, have them learn something from each other, but also make sure that they are safe. And so that will definitely be a priority for us. If you've been to the Cala Theater before, uh, you know that we have... Um, state-of-the-art sound and lighting equipment. Um, we are very familiar with TAPS and UIL procedures, the rules, the differences between them. Um, our staff is uh, 
very equipped to handle your uh, helping you with your setups and your takedowns. And we will just uh, be there with everything that you need. We're experienced in this process and uh, we're going to do what we can to, to make it a good experience, but most importantly, a safe experience. So we look forward to having you. Uh, we will see as things change, as we all know, day to day, everything is changing. So um, we are, as I'm sure you are, all keeping our fingers crossed that we can proceed as normal in November. That is certainly what we are planning on. And uh, we will roll with the punches just as you will. And we will, uh, we will get there together. As, uh, as, you, as you know, the theater is a family. And we consider you part of that. You, you are part of the Callow Theater family. And we look forward to, uh, to being with you and working with you and just having a great time. So thanks a lot. See you in November. TAPS Talk is a production of the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Skies, the Director of Media for TAPS. Thanks to Jim Rambo and Amy Goodyear for taking the time to talk with us. Special thanks to our Fine Arts Director, Vina Williams, for setting that up. If you want to see what one act was like last year, you can find photos of the last two days of the competition on our Smug Mug page. That's taps.smugmug.com. Just look for the one act play album. If you've never seen the Calo Theater, it's a wonderful facility. We've got some photos up on our One Act Play Twitter account. That's at TAPSOAP. If you're a One Act Play director and want to know more about the competition this year, be sure to watch our preseason webinar for One Act Play, which you can find on our YouTube account, youtube.com slash tapsbiz. Links to all of this are in the show notes. Music in this episode by Patrick Petruchios. You can subscribe and listen to Taps Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. You can stream all of our episodes and find links to subscribe on our website, taps.biz talk. Look for another short episode in the near future on our fall band and drumline competition. Thanks also to my production assistant, Sophie, who has this message for you. Thank you for listening. Oh, that's a microphone. See you next time. <laughs>